Writing without revising is the literary equivalent of waltzing gaily out of the house in your underwear. Patricia Fuller. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. This might just be the scariest word of all. <gasps> Edit. <gasps> Our four-letter word today is edit. We've already talked about the process of editing, how you self-edit, how you get an editor, but this is why you should edit despite your inhibitions and fear of the word. But wait, I have a master's degree in English. I don't need an editor. Sorry. No matter how much training you have, no matter how good you are or think you are, Everyone needs an editor. Stephen King has an editor. Brandon Sanderson has an editor. Mark Twain had an editor. As the saying goes, you cannot read your own work for the first time. No matter how much you try, reading your own work comes with the images you already have in your mind when you are communicating. Your editor has the ability to look at it from an audience member's point of view, but still give you the advice you need to refine it to make sure that the story you are telling is coming across. So let's get into why editing needs to be a thing. Writing and publishing is a marathon process. It is not a sprint. Time is in your favor. I'm going to use a quote right now from Charles Finch. He said, to me, The single biggest mark of the amateur writer is a sense of hurry. Amateur writers are usually desperate to be published as soon as possible, and I understand that feeling. You just want it to start your career, your next book, whatever. But I wonder how many self-published novels might have had a chance at getting bought and finding more readers if their authors had a bit more patience with them. I love this quote. There is such a bad stigma with self-published books because so many authors don't take the time to edit. Yeah, I've seen online in a lot of different forums and the like people going, hey, I'm on the last chapter of my book. It should be out next week. That does not instill confidence in me as a reader that you're giving me a quality product. So take the time. Do at least one round of self-edit, preferably two or three rounds of self-editing, and then send it to an editor. Yes, it is an investment, but invest in it and you'll get an investment back. Another reason why you need to edit is because quality is absolutely essential There is such a large quantity of self-published books out there, and a very, very tiny fraction of those actually make any money. So if your goal is to make money on self-publishing, you have to stand out. And you stand out by having good writing. Sometime in the near future, we are going to have a Facebook Live in which We're just going to set up a camera and we're going to talk over the edits that she has for my book that she's working on right now. It'll be an example of what it looks like to have a healthy editor-author relationship because neither side should be the end-all be-all. 
You want it to be constructive and about the story more than either side's ego. As the author, setting aside your ego is really important. All authors need help to improve their books. Accept that and accept that there will be criticism for your book. You cannot write a perfect book. It's impossible. Editing helps improve the quality. And if you have good quality, that means you can expand your reader base because those people who read it will recommend it to other people and they'll become your fans. But think about it. Have you ever watched a movie that was just so terrible you couldn't bring yourself to tell anybody to watch it? Even if I liked the plot and I liked the cinematography, if the acting is terrible, I won't impose it on my friends because they'll think that I think that that's good when it's not. And if they have any taste whatsoever, they're going to look at me with kind of one eyebrow raised because really, you liked that? And more often than not, you'll say, don't go watch that movie. It's terrible. It's on my mind lately because I've been watching the animated series Avatar The Last Airbender. Don't watch the live action movie by M. Night Shyamalan. It is terrible. You don't want people to have that reaction about your books. A good editing process helps people not have that reaction to your books. Sometimes you as an author need someone to smack you upside the head and go, no. And a healthy author-editor relationship allows for that. For example, Lee started a romantic plot and didn't finish it. I made her finish it, despite what she wants, because that's what a good editor does. Yes, I have moaned and complained about this for a month at least at this point. Pretty sure we've mentioned it in several episodes. Yes, (laughs) but I appreciate Lee's honesty in letting me know, hey, this needs to happen. And I would not trust an editor who didn't tell me that. So even though I hate writing it, she is looking out for my audience to make sure that my story is complete. I struggle to read self-published books because of the stigma that goes with them. I have encountered too many self-published books that just really needed another set of eyes on them. And it's hard for me as an editor to read those books because all I want to do is edit the book as I read it. I recently edited a short story and the author rejected every single one of my edits and said, no, 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 you don't understand what's going on. You don't get it. Okay. I I mean, I wasn't really that offended because I don't know the person. I don't have a relationship with them. It doesn't matter. But that is not an author that anyone would want to work with necessarily in that they aren't looking at quality. They aren't looking to be better. They're looking to be read. That is an author that is too attached to their ego to recognize that somebody else might have a good opinion on how to improve something. Don't be that author. If you look to find an editor Accept that they will make changes. And that is okay. That happens all of the time to traditionally well-known best-selling authors. And if you find yourself saying, well, the editor just doesn't get it, one, that might not be the right editor for you, and that's perfectly okay. Find someone who is the right editor for you. But two, 
if they don't get it, your audience definitely isn't going to get it. Them not understanding what you're trying to portray should still be a red flag for you to go back, take it to the drawing board, or at least take it back to the cutting room and change it so that the concepts you are trying to communicate in your story come across clearly. I love that self-publishing is an option because it does give so much opportunity to people, but it is given a stage for a lot of people to publish without polishing. Your first draft is a rough cut stone. It needs to have those edges chipped off and smoothed and polished and clear if you want to get a good, beautiful gemstone out of it. And as an author, once I started accepting the fact that editors are not my enemy, there was a pressure that lifted off of me. It didn't have to be right the first time. Learning to trust the process was a painful step in my growth and my journey, but I am so glad I made that because my writing is so much better, because I allow myself to have the rough cut stone and have faith that it will be gemstone worthy by the end. To sum up why we're talking about editing, if you think that your writing is marketable and you want it to sell, you want it to get out there and get your name out there, you need to make it stand out. And editing is the first step to that. In 2017, up to 40% of all ebook sales were indie self-published authors. That is a very large chunk of book sales that were from self-published authors. So few of those authors actually make money from it because the person will buy it, they'll start to read it, realize that it's not great because editing didn't happen, and they'll delete it off their device They won't tell anybody about it. They won't recommend it. They may actually go on and give it a bad review. That is why you need to edit. You don't want to get those bad reviews. You don't want to get those people that just delete it and forget it and never return to it. So edit, please, please, I am begging you. When you write, make sure that you edit it before it's published. It's okay if it takes longer. Please let it take longer. There is no hurry to get it out, but if you get it out before it's done, you can do irreparable damage to your reputation online. We don't want that for any of our listeners. It's more important to offer a product that you can be proud of, not just something grandma will buy so she can support you and go, oh, look, my granddaughter is an author, blah, blah, blah. You want strangers to recommend this book to strangers. That will help you with your career, that'll help you with your confidence, that'll help you with your writing. But the first step in that journey is to have an editor you can trust and also to trust that editor. It comes back to having a book that you can be proud of, that your story is being told, that the ideas that you're trying to communicate are the ones that your reader is comprehending. Editors are essential to that communication with your audience. Edit selflessly, but write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 